Episode 100. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hello, hello, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my husband and co-host, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Episode number 100. Jilly, did you ever think we'd live to see the day? (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) After this year. (laughs) Uh, I must say this has been like one practice that I'm glad that we had started before this year. Yeah. Just because it's been truly reflective life changing like just keeps me grounded and just to keep going (laughs) i mean it's definitely been a game changer for us and uh, you know that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is just a lot of the realizations that we've come to realize in 100 episodes so basically why living intentionally fucking rocks yeah (laughs) can't go back to living any other way so lessons learned realizations whatever you want to call it that's what we're going to do today and i hope you enjoyed uh little lucille's voice opening us up today yeah i mean just to think that when we started this she was six months going on seven months and had her on probably like the first 11 or 12 episodes while you had her on your boobie Yep. You know, and so she made a couple appearances very early on, and then she has been only on one other episode since we uh, kindly let her go. But now she's made a resurgence today in the opening credits. I mean, ideally, it would be really rad to be like, oh, yeah, Lucille's going to be on our podcast today and hang out. But realistically, it would be a complete shit show. <laughs> yeah, we, we would not get two words in edgewise. <laughs> Without, what are you doing? That and I would just lose my train of thought because I would just want to interact with her. And yeah, I would yeah. be like, what you doing? Podcasts. Oh, you're on the podcast. That's I right. just picture her like. She loves the podcast. <laughs> but before we get into today's episode, as always, we'd love to show a little gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for Lucille. Yeah? Without her, there would be no podcast. That's true. She has made so many snowball effects you know it's just it's getting bigger and bigger and grander and grander and i'm extremely grateful for just even trying to get pregnant because damn there is it's been the catalyst for like everything it definitely has and we've done a lot of learning because of her so all day long continually like there's no stop no stop zero zero full speed go (laughs) what about you so we couldn't be sitting at 100 episodes if it wasn't for our wonderful listeners so Mm. you know we we're grateful for lucille for the inspiration for starting this podcast and we are grateful for you our wonderful listeners for allowing us to come into your earbuds or headphones or car stereo or wherever you listen to us and get to hear jill and i banter a little bit maybe give you some insights on on your lives but you know it, the feedback we've gotten from you all just the love and support is has just been amazing so um you know from jill and i you know we want to thank you all for just inviting us in and, and being part of our lives 
Absolutely. And actually, the episode idea is from one of our listeners. Uh, shout yeah. out to my friend Morgan. Actually, went I, I went to preschool. Like, I went to preschool, kindergarten, middle school, and high school with her. It's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, we, we've... Uh, we still stayed connected, even though she doesn't live in Maryland anymore. But, you know, she gave us this idea for, you know, sharing like our top lessons that we've learned through um, kind of living this way. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, done. It'd be really awesome to reflect on kind of like the top 10 things that we've really gotten from living yeah. this way. And I'm excited to, to share that just because I think we kind of share it we sprinkle it through every episode but it's nice to have a culmination of just like this is why we chose this yeah. way and remembering that all of the benefits and continually to get amazing great energy come into our lives and we're growing and learning and i just feel like life's getting better the more we live this way so yeah and you and i went back back and forth quite a bit on how do we want to do this episode you know is it is it like the top 10 things that you know we've learned is it the top 10 benefits we had you know how do we present this and i think we've got a a good way because basically there's a lot of things that has happened to us because we've lived intentionally that have benefited us and and, you know you can kind of go back to each one of those episodes that we've had and say well this correlates with this this correlates with this you know just one topic yeah um so we're going to do our best to uh break it down for you all today try to keep it concise too yeah we don't want to make it an hour or anything no 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 no. <laughs> man those were our early days our, our first 14 or 15 episodes were 45 minutes to an hour they were that was uh we had a lot to say i yeah, guess a lot to say <laughs> or we just a lot to say about nothing <laughs> could have been yeah so where do you want to start off jilly um so i know we kind of briefly chatted but i also made a list too and i don't remember if some of mine is, is going to overlap with what yeah. we talked about and we might not necessarily have 10 either i have 10 i'm here all right. I did. Well, I got 10. I Yeah. Well, if we get there, let's hope so. We will. Um, did you want to start with one that we talked about, or did you want me to start? So go ahead and start off, and I'll chime in on the second one. Okay. They are in no specific order. This is just how my brain just spat it out <laughs> and remembered it. Um, so I think one of the top kind of realizations from simple living or living intentionally is that we don't have to do like, like we don't have to do life like everyone around us. Yeah. That different is okay and different is amazing. It's, you know, I feel like we we always thought we had to live life how our immediate surroundings are, the people around us or how we were brought up and come to realize there was a lot of things that just did not add value to our lives mm-hmm. or it just wasn't for us. And I think just realizing that and being confident that it's okay and it's really fucking cool to do life the way we want to do it. It changes everything. Yeah. And it's it's been addition and subtraction. You know, we've we've gotten rid of things in our lives whether it's possessions or um you know, just things that that don't make us feel like our best selves and you know, we've we've kind of walked away from those kinds of things. So it's not only that, but it's you know, adding things to like you know, we were brought up a certain way and there's so many values that, that our parents taught us that we're incorporating in our lives. And for sure, um, you know, are we doing everything to a T that our parents did? No, but you know, we've, we've got a great foundation from them and 
it's allowed us to really kind of blossom as we are. And, and, you know, we're lucky that we have very supportive parents who, you know, completely understand what we're doing and, you know, are our biggest cheerleaders. So it's, it's really great to, to have that support, but just to have that foundation um, from the very beginning. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's not just, I think always family's been instilled in us as our value. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying like, you know, the way we were brought up. It's just that I think it's really easy to slip into what, you know, our immediate neighbors might be doing or our closest friends might be doing just because we're surrounded by them thinking that like, oh, they have that, so we should do that. Or, you know, they're doing that, so why aren't we doing that? I think just knowing that, just staying true to what really is Mm -hmm. important to us and not feeling pressured that we have to do life like everyone else. Yeah, I mean, a, a great example right now, it's it's the holiday season, it's Christmas season, and one of the things, I we had this conversation, and I thought it was funny, you know, we, we see a lot of neighbors putting up lights and stuff like that, and, and you know, if, if, if that's what they're all about, you know, that's great, you know, I'm not going to tell people that they shouldn't put up decorations because they're not minimalist or whatever, that's, that's not what it's all about, but it's funny, like, I remember growing up watching Home Improvement with Tim Allen, and every Christmas episode he had this competition with Doc Johnson or something around the corner and he always had to, to try to one-up Doc Johnson and jo- Doc Johnson was always one-upping him you never met this guy but like sometimes I feel like people are just doing that because they want to you know have the better house not necessarily because they love doing the you know the thing but I don't know if that's true or not but like for us like simple is easy you know easy put up easy put down um or takedown, should I say. But yeah. But I mean, that's just the season of life we're in now. We could change, and like five years from now, sure. we could be really passionate about like putting up shit ton of decorations. But for right now, like I think if we weren't living this way, I think we would just be following what everyone else was doing. We'd just be like, oh, that's what you do. You put up a lot of decorations yeah. because you have kids now. And even my mom made a comment, you know, like, why don't you buy something inflatable and put it in the yard? And I kind of just gave her this look, and I'm just smiling. I'm like, I was like, mom, because it's not me. Like, I'm not... That's not what I want to do right now. I'm just not feeling decorations like that. It's just not something I want to do. And, you know, Lucille's okay. And she just kind of looked at me and was like, you're right, because you guys go on these walks all the time and you get to experience them. And I was like, yes, yes. And I was just like so happy that my mom was like understanding where I was coming from. And I didn't even have to say anything. It was just like, she's like, I get it. Like you can experience the joy of, all of the things the Christmas season brings you, but you don't have to own it to experience right, it. Right. Um, so yeah, that was just the first thing. It's just realizing that we can get we can do life the way mm-hmm. we want it, and it's okay to be different. So first on my list is that because we've been more intentional with multiple things in our lives, it has given us more freedom to do what we want when we want. So we have a lot more time. We do. We have a lot more time and. Mm-hmm. It all goes with how we have a cleaning schedule with our house, how we do our laundry, how we spend our money. Like you can name pretty much any episode that we we talk about being intentional, which is all of them, and and all of them have some kind of way to give us more freedom, more time, um, you know, more money to do what we want. Like you know, we're not making money off this podcast at all. You know, we're we're just getting by with what we've always done. And because we've budgeted, because we're conscious about the clothes that we buy and our wardrobes and all that stuff. And, and a lot of those early episodes that we were talking about, you know, it's just given us more freedom, you know, 
less cleaning on the weekends because we've got a routine down during the week, you know? So it's just been really cool just seeing how all these things come together to ultimately give us more time to do the things that we really love and enjoy, like going hiking, going to wineries and exploring different areas. So I think that's number one on my list. I agree. And um, I think it's important to note that I think in the beginning, like making those changes in routines and habits in our home um, were very intentional in the beginning, but now they've become an become like this automatic habit Mm -hmm. which has been really nice because it's like less decisions yeah you know less overthinking about things in our house it's like we made these intentional choices to like have these rhythms with cooking and have these rhythms with shopping and making sure that you know we weren't wasting our time on like having all of these clothes that we weren't wearing and you know having all of these decorations and then you know it just soaking up our time with cleaning and all Mm -hmm. this stuff like we we made like our own little rules, like one in one out rule when it came to like clothing and, you know, and it was very different in the beginning, but then the more we did it and the more we practiced it, now it's just like second nature and we don't have to think twice about it, which is kind of nice because there's so much chaos and other things in life that's <laughs> being thrown to us right now. Obviously, it's a very interesting time, so it's nice not to have to think about those everyday things that go into like taking care of a home. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So um, one of the things on my list was that um, I guess this living this way has made me realize and get better at letting go. Yeah. Um, I think letting go is the greatest skill I've cultivated and it's the most difficult skill to practice too. It's extremely difficult. But I don't mean just when I say letting go, I mean, obviously letting go of stuff, physical things is very challenging in the beginning because mm-hmm. a lot of times we have had these emotional attachments to them or think that or financial what if, attachment. or it's like financial attachments or, you know, it's a scarcity mindset too. like, what if I need that one day, you know, mm-hmm. um, also just letting go of fear, letting go of comparison letting go of judgment from other people. I think because this way is a little bit different than how someone else may live. It's like we have to be really good at just letting go of expectations of other people. You know, it's just letting go in general, Mm -hmm. like whether it's physical, mental, emotional. um, I feel like we've really kind of flexed that muscle really well and gotten really good at it. But we're still empathetic at the same time. You know what I mean? Like I think we've just gotten really good at knowing what to let go of that's not making, it's not adding to our values in life. Exactly. I mean, Elsa had it absolutely right. (laughs) You wanna sing it? No, I don't wanna sing. I've heard it enough. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think letting go is definitely, it was challenging in the beginning, but it's just this amazing muscle that once you learn how to let go, it just makes so much room for joy and Mm -hmm. more freedom and, and more time and more money and just more excitement in our life. Yeah. Okay, did you wanna add one? Yeah, so. The next thing I had on my list is that we've really learned to ask the right questions of each other, not necessarily just questioning, but asking the right questions when it comes to making decisions, whether it's questions about changing something in the house or questions on making a a big purchase, you know, for the family. So 
I think this is one of the the fun things, you know, like, and, and I don't know, sometimes I feel like I might agitate you when I ask you certain questions because you're one of those people who, when you have something on your mind and you want to do it right now, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, whether so it's true. buying something, it's changing <laughs> something in the house. And me, I'm more like a, the analytical side. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Let's, you know, let's think this out. You know, well, why do you want to do this? And usually, you, you know, you can spit off why. I was like, okay, did you think about X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. And so, you know, it, it again, it's kind of like leading down that path with, out being an asshole you know it's just like you know and you're you're very understanding you're like you know what i love that you ask me these questions you really get me thinking about you know what it is that we're doing are we making the right decision is this something that we need to mull on or do we need to go in a different direction so i feel like because we're intentional we know what values we have and it it makes it easier to have those conversations and to ask the, the right questions Yeah, and I, you're right, I'm very impulsive when it comes to like big change, but I I do appreciate the pushback. And I may seem agitated in the beginning just because you're right, when I have something on my mind, it's like, man, I wanna take action immediately and get it done. But you're absolutely right. I think this living this way has just made our communication very open and clear because we talk about our values and what, you know, making sure everything is aligned to that. That kind of makes that process so easy to, it's because it's not like, we're fighting over something. It's like, well, does that align with our family? Does that align with what's best for mm-hmm. financially? Does that is that aligned what's best for our health? Like, you can always just go back to our values every single time. So definitely, um, just having that conversation about our values it makes those conversations just go so much better. And it's like we're not bantering back and forth about anything. But so, I completely agree with that. And you give it back to me too. Like it's funny. Um, I'm looking for an office chair because I know I'm going to be at home for a while. And I was like, you were asking me like, Oh, have you, you've been doing research? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've probably done probably about 20 hours of research on chairs right now, which you're like, what the hell? And then I'm telling you how much I'm looking to spend on, on a chair. And you're like, holy crap, like, why are you spending, you know, why would you spend that on a chair? And then I was just kind of going through the reasons and you're like, yeah, I guess you probably should spend that much on a chair. He's like, you know, it's your, it's your back health. It's your health. Um, you're in that chair. Yeah, a you're lot. in that chair a lot. Um, the other thing on my list is a stand, you know, one of those desks that go up and down. Like I know I'm working from home for a long time and well beyond the, the pandemic. So it's worth the investment. It's worth my health. And so you're like, okay, so just keeping me in check too and making me question that, you know, is it, do I need to get, and I'm not going for the most expensive chair. It's somewhere middle of the line, Yeah. but you know, you made me kind of go back and, and look at some of those lower cost chairs and dive into those reviews and, I want something that's got longevity and, and whatnot that's going to last a long time. So I've confirmed that I'm ready to spend that yeah, money on that. We even talked about that, you know, quality over quantity. And I think sometimes I get, I go immediately back to that scarcity mindset, like, oh my gosh, that's too expensive. Like, why would you do that? But you know what? We we pay whatever it costs to get really good food because we know it adds mm-hmm. to our health. So I, I have to keep constantly reminding myself that like, it's worth the investment if it's good for your health it's worth the investment if it's best for our family so it's sometimes i still find myself you know shell-shocked over certain things like it's that expensive but then i have to really think about all the reasons and like you know what it's probably worth that investment because it's not some piece of shit that's gonna that's on sale and you know it's not gonna last that long and you know you're i mean i it's funny just thinking about a chair i'm like damn you do sit in that chair a lot yeah so i want to stand more too i know yeah 
All right, I think we're on number five. I haven't been keeping track, so I good know. thing for you. I also had that um, just living this way has forced us in the most beautiful way to, we've been talking about, to establish your values as a family. Yes. And I know it sounds really cheesy that you're like, oh, you guys have family values and you talk about it. I'm like, yeah, because it makes a lot of sense and it makes conversa- conversations about any decisions that much easier. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have those discussions about, okay, what do we value the most? Okay, health, uh, family, experiences, growth, and there might be one more. Um, but the fact that I can just spit them off and then we yeah. can have those conversations about anything, it's like, are they in line with that? Is that aligned with that? Well, is that event gonna, you know, get in the way of this? It just makes life so much easier because we don't have all of this friction about everything we have to decide about or, you know, purchase or do. And there's so many tiny decisions in life. Like, mm-hmm. why not streamline the fuck out of that? So it's like, you make it take less time, less energy. You're both happier. And to have those constant discussions, like, you know, maybe we're changing something about what our values are. Maybe we don't want to have a lot of experiences anymore because we want to become hermits. You know, I don't know. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. But I just love that living this way has forced us to establish what's most important. And then all of our decisions relate to those things. We've alluded to it in past episodes is that, you know, we treat our family like a business where, you know, we do have basically a mission. We have our values and if something doesn't align to what we believe in or those values, then we don't do it. Yeah. And so, and part of that is constantly going back and, and checking in on that. You know, is this still a value of ours? Like, like the Herman example you just said, you know, that could become a value one day. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. But you have to have that conversation. If one day we decided, okay, we're going to be hermits, then we need to be able to agree upon that together as a family and, and make sure that we're both aligned on that. Yeah. But we have, like you said, we have those conversations. We, you can spit it off, you know, very easily what, what we value. And it's because we treat our family like a business. Faux show. Yeah. Did you have one? I feel that because we've been more intentional just on anything we've become a lot more creative yeah in general like creative with space yes. creative with um teaching lucille certain things and and you know it's just because of that intentional mindset there's a certain way that we talk to her there's certain things that we how we try to instill lessons in her you know, we, we know that she's at an age where understanding and comprehension is still a little bit difficult, especially when you haven't experienced a lot of things in life. So, like, we're just being very intentional with, with how we're bringing her up. But more on, on the other side of things, like with our space, like I'm looking at our, our walk-in closet, which is a, if you listen to that episode where we renovated the walk-in closet it is like basically one step and that is the walk-in closet. You may be able to get two steps and you reach the back wall, but it was just really poorly configured and we, we redesigned it. And it wasn't that we got more clothes in there, but it was that we had to go through our clothes and decide you know, which ones we want to keep and which ones we don't that don't fit that space anymore. And we're doing the same thing with our kitchen, with our renovation that we're getting ready to do. We've chosen to do open shelving 
for where we would have our dishes, our glassware, and some other things. And what it's going to do is it's going to force us to be intentional on the type of kitchenware that we have up there. We're going to keep it clean because it's going to be presented at all times. And that's just the way that we like to live is like, you know, we want things to be presented. We want things to be open. So we're getting creative with our space too. Uh, absolutely. And I think that has a lot to do with because we have more time. I think when you Definitely have more this year, when you have more time, just in general, it's like you could be like, wow, I'm bored. And I think boredom is something that you have to process. And then through that processing comes creativity, comes, you know, unique thought. And because we have more time and we're less busy, just go, go, go doing, doing, doing without really thinking. It's like now we have time to th- to be with our thoughts, Mm -hmm. to sit and like come up with new ideas. And because we choose not to just spend a shit ton of money on things in our home, it's, we see things can serve more than one purpose. Yeah. And I was telling Nick this the other day about just how we teach kids of instead of like saying that, well, these are scissors and they cut. Instead of saying like, these are scissors and they cut, you could say these are scissors, they could cut. Just by saying could leaves Mm -hmm. that open possibility that this tool could be used for more than just cutting. Yeah. And I see that with everything we own now. I see, like for example, a cork board that I used to put pictures on in my room when I was a teenager, now I painted it and it serves as a jewelry board for my necklaces and my earrings. Like I see things in our home more than more than one purpose, mm-hmm. which leads to so much creativity in our home, which means we don't have to buy as much stuff. We can see something in our home and be like, you know, it's not serving a purpose as that anymore. Let's change it up and use it as this. Or maybe it's not useful for anything right now in our life. Let's kindly let it go. So I think just having that intentional mindset that we don't want to mindlessly spend and just buy and consume whenever we have a need or a want. It's like we look around and we shop at home mm-hmm. first and we get creative with what we have. And I love 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 that so much because that trickles into the way we eat and the food and we see mm-hmm. spaghetti is the leftover is not just spaghetti i could chop it up and put it in an omelet or you know it's like it just has trickled into so many things in our life and i'm excited because lucille is naturally that way because she doesn't oh, yeah. know anything anymore exactly. and she's inspiring me just to keep it going because she sees one anim- like an animate object as so many different possibilities of what it could be and I think that's something to keep going. I just noticed that that cork board is probably not in a conducive place for you. I've never even noticed it on that wall, but it's like completely on the opposite end of the room of where like all your stuff is. It is. <laughs> Do you want to change it? Uh, kind of. Okay. Now that you've mentioned it, I'm like <laughs> looking over there. It's like, it's kind of out of place, but. I haven't worn a pair of earrings in so long. It's kind of funny. I should probably. Um, I, say, I haven't even seen you walked over there in a while. I should probably look at my earring collection just because it's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them that I haven't worn. Yep. All <laughs> right, I think you're up there, baby. Okay. Um, Number seven. Oh, so living this way has, and even the podcast, it has forced us to get really good at planning, like planning small steps, planning small changes that we want to make. Mm-hmm. And it's just created this like now it's just like this huge change in our life but it really just started from doing one small thing every day it wasn't like this huge drastic makeover all in like a week it was just i'm excited because Mm -hmm. living this way has forced us to look at all parts of our life and like all right let's tackle budgeting today let's make let's just look at what we spend 
and let's just set a budget and let's make sure that all of what we're we're paying is just aligned to what we value. So right. I, you know, and then one day or maybe like three months down the road, we're like, you know what, let's look at our wardrobe or five months later, like, all right, let's look at our space, our living space, our bedroom. So I really appreciate that living this way kind of helps us keep the process going and there's no finish line. There's no like, oh, the end, we got there. We're now minimalist or whatever. It's just, (laughs) it's this amazing process that I'm excited to see what's next because it's never the same. We could wake up one day and realize like this room isn't serving a purpose or this isn't making me happy anymore right and we're really good at finding small changes to start initially where it's not overwhelming or you know super stressful so i appreciate the i get i don't want to say that the momentum push of living this way keeps us going even this podcast it's like it keeps us going to constantly like reevaluate and grow and change and not stay stuck and stagnant yeah i mean this podcast is a big reason why we have the discussions we have and has allowed us to implement these small steps to, to continually improve, you know, our lives, whether it's something basic or, or something even bigger. But yeah, I mean, you always want to set the bar high, but you need to make sure that there's a process to get to that bar, you know, so having bigger goals are, are a great thing, but it's those small macro or I'm sorry, micro goals you know, that are going to get you to that ultimate big picture. But for us, there is no end. Like, you know, for us every day, it's just like continually improve, um, continually be a better parent, continue to be better spouses to each other. And and that's really, you know, what our, our bigger goal is, is just to continue to do that. I think it's very easy to get stagnant um, and, and when you you know, our family union are just kind of doing the same thing in day in and day out. But for when us, you're so busy, it's yeah. like sometimes well, that's you, the think other hand you don't have yeah. time to like, you know, think, think of what's ahead or, but anyway, um, I mean, even that the planner you bought me, it's like, I wanted to start being more intentional with my day to day. Cause I yeah. feel like sometimes the work week goes by and I'm like, well, what did I even do? Did I do anything that I really wanted to do? Or did I do everything that I thought I had to do? So it really helps me just look at my life in, you know, full picture view of like, what's the big picture here? Like, what is my life filled with? Cause how you spend your days is how you spell your, mm-hmm. spell, spend your, ah, I can't talk. How you spend your days is how you spend your life. So I really like seeing the big picture of what it looks like. What are the things that I'm doing? Um, Is that what I want my life to look like? Yeah, I I thought there was actually a really good thing in our planner this week. You know, they have things to make you think about. And it was like, pick two things that you want to do very well this week. Yeah, I I saw that. I like that. And and that's the thing. Like, on the other end of the spectrum, if you have too many things going on, you're never going to you know, accomplish what you need. So you have to small, measurable, attainable goals is what, what we're what we're trying to do. And and luckily these planners really help out with that kind of thing. Sometimes it's not even measurable. It's like just emotional. Like you just That's feel true. different. I think sometimes the best goals to have are ones that you can't measure. What it has to do with just emotion or connection or just a feeling. So I see I see the cool thing in that. And then I also just see a different side. Cause when I think about like teaching, like being a teacher, it's like a lot of things that are measurable aren't important. Right. So it's, yeah, I think it's kind of like a balancing act for me. All right. Was it my turn or your turn? I think it's my turn. Okay. So, I mean, this is going to just be very general, but I mean, living intentional has just 
made us more happier and satisfied with, with life. And I know we, we've kind of sprinkled that in through what we're talking about, but I mean, I think that's just a, a point to kind of hammer home is that we've, we've, we're bringing in things in our lives that, that truly matter to us. And I know, I feel like we're, we're kind of, I'm kind of repeating what we we've said a little bit earlier, but I, I think that's just like the biggest benefit that we've gotten from this, this whole way of living and, and, it's just really been something that, you know, you can't measure. Like we were just talking about it. You can't measure happiness, but you just know that it's there. Yeah. I mean, there are different levels of happiness, but like to just to constantly feel it all the time, I think is something special. And, you know, we've got a great team and a great partnership here and we've got great roommates, um, you know, in this house and, you know, it's, it's surrounding us ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, surrounding ourselves with the people that we love and care about and, and share the same values as us. And that's certainly made us happy, happier and more satisfied with life, too. So that was a, a big one on my list. Yeah, well, I have something similar that I can just kind of like attach yeah. to that. As just, I just wrote that I I feel grateful for just the way I am. Mm. I think living with intention, it helps you cultivate this sense of gratitude for what you have and appreciate for what you have instead of always wanting more, more. Just realizing that you don't need more to be happy and that sometimes less is more. So there is just this extreme sense of gratitude and confidence that my life is always going to be amazing because I'm here on earth. Like I'm breathing, I have Mm -hmm. legs, I have arms. So it brings just this peaceful ease thinking that I don't have to have any more. I don't need any more. I'm not desiring to have, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's such a relief to know that I'm all I need and my life is amazing the way it is. So, Oh, yeah. I second that. <laughs> all right, what you got for us? What number are we on? Nine. Nine, nine. Um, oh, okay. So living this way has helped me realize that doing action is way more impactful than telling Oh, yeah. Or speaking. Um, just doing the work and being the work, I've seen like we're attracting the change that we want. We're attracting the people we want. We're attracting mm-hmm. the things we want in life. And I know like there's that really woo-woo thing about, you know, um, the law of attraction. Like, you know, you put out there what you yeah. want and you get that back. But I really have seen it. I see when you take risks doing things that make you happy, what happens, the people mm-hmm. you meet, the connections that come from it. Just, I just, I, and then just, you know, the way we live, seeing the change in people around us with accepting that and even seeing even maybe a little bit of change in them too. Mm -hmm. It's been really cool to see that. You know, I know we preach on here and we talk, but I mean, we're actually, we we have to do the action because if we don't do the action, well, you know what I mean? Like we're on here talking about what we've already done. So it's basically like we did it, now we're just regurgitating it out. I like that word, regurgitate. (laughs) But there's so much power in like action, like actually following through with what you want instead of just talking about it. um, It's just been powerful and living this way it just forces us to continually like make just take action yeah and well, we say cool. it in our closing all the time we do action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle Booyah. yeah yeah <laughs> so i know it sounds really simple but just the act of doing one small thing that you really want just has this huge difference in your life especially if you like it and you repeat it every day and mm-hmm. you know um 
So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think about the people that we've met through this podcast. You know, we, we were really into doing interviews at the beginning of this year. And then, you know, we've got a, we got a few in and then all of a sudden like COVID kind of changed that whole situation. And we'd love to get back into that as well. But I mean, I just think of the relationships that we've built because of that. And it's because of one small action, the act of reaching out and saying, Hey, you know, we've got this podcast and we really love what you're doing. Would you be interested in, you know, us flying out to St. Louis to, to meet you and your family and have you on the podcast. So, and we'd love to continue to do that when, when, you know, things get better, but yeah, I mean, it's just been amazing. Just some of the relationships, not only with our guests, but with our, our listeners and, and, you know, folks that we've met just through Instagram because they've liked our podcast. So it's, it's been awesome. Just these small steps, the small step of starting a podcast. I mean, it's really not hard to do this. I mean, we, we bought a microphone. We have a computer. I don't know what it's like doing this on your own. I can say yeah. it's easier doing it with you because <laughs> you balance one aspect of it and then I do the other. So it's easy when you have an amazing partner yeah. that's that wants to do it too. But yeah, I think the reason I was just you know saying how doing is more impactful is because the doing is what's the scary part. The doing is what is. takes risks that, you know, what if I fail and it's just... But that is where all the juice from life, the happy juice comes from. It's just like, taking action, even if it's scary. It's I feel like we've grown so much because of it. You said happy juice. I said, Does that sound disgusting? I mean, it just <laughs> depends on how you think about it. I was That's where my head went, though. Do you want me to drink happy juice tonight? Just oh, kidding. God. Oh, God. I don't drink it, guys. FYI. <laughs> that's disgusting. Jill's putting everything out there tonight. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. All right, so I've got to go next, huh? If not, I have one too. Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna cap it all off. All right. So living this way has continuously helped me enjoy the fucking process. It's helping me realize that the process, the learning, the struggles, everything is good shit. Shout out to Gary V. It really, really is like this journey of just not knowing where it's going there. It's it's like a big unknown. But knowing that we have choice in the matter, we have power and we're making it together Mm -hmm. based on where we are in life and what we feel is best for us. I think it's just so rad that I get to have fun every moment, every day in my life, whether I am. I mean, I could be pissed off. I could be crying, but it's like, I know that what I'm struggling with and what I'm going through, no matter high or low, I know that there's going to be growth on the other end. So I appreciate that because I think that's just been a huge mindset shift completely. I think that it's a tough mindset to get into and to enjoy the process because we live in an age of instant gratification where people want stuff now and, and... Maybe it's not necessarily aren't willing to put in the work for it, but won't put in the work that is required to get to that goal, that endpoint, or whatever it is. And so, uh, and it took listening to Gary Vee to say that, you know, that he's like, I just enjoy the fuck out of the process. Like, that's what mattered to him. And when I, it took me a while to kind of figure out what he meant by that, but he kept on saying it. And then, you know, just talking with you about the process. And that's what it is really all about is, is having fun in the journey. And 
the journey is the the, the fun part. You know, the, the end goal means you've reached it. You're done. But I feel like you never reach it. That's the thing. I think there's never going to be a point where I'm like, all right, I'm done, guys. This is it. This is where I want to be. Like, I can't, I can't even describe what that looks like. Right, right. Well, I'm talking about like when you reach a goal, like you've you've hit that. But like, yeah, we've always talked that our journey is going to continue no matter what. We're always going to continue to grow, and with each, I guess, with each goal is a new process and a new new journey there. So that's For sure. yeah. So yeah, I I agree. I think the learning to love the process has been one of the great benefits of living intentionally. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually number 10. hi Yeah, definitely want to just put in flashing lights that like mindset shifts throughout this whole process has been game-changing. Yes. Mindset, mindset, mindset is freaking everything. It's freaking everything. All right. Hopefully so, we wrapped that up in a bow and did it yeah, kind of nicely. I think so. <laughs> so do you have any resources for our listeners today, Jilly? I do. I found a blog post. Um, so the website's called unfuckyourbrain.com, which I thought was hysterical. Nice. Uh, and I think she's a life coach. And she wrote this blog, and I just took a couple snippets from it. It was titled Living with Intention. How appropriate. So I'm just going to read a little bit from that that I feel like really resonated with this episode. How did you find this website, by the way? I think I wrote something about living with intention and then I just love how these things are just so random, but you know, I'm sure SEO has to do with things popping up before other things and, but I'm pretty intentional about finding what I want. Good stuff. I like the website here. (laughs) All right. So many of us just go through life without really making decisions for ourselves or understanding why we make the decisions we make. And no wonder living with intention is scary. It means taking responsibility for yourself and your life. It means letting go of the rule book that society and your family gave you. When you let go of the rules, you're in charge. You get to decide. Mm -hmm. It's super liberating, but for people-pleasing perfectionists, it's also terrifying. When you decide to live with intention, suddenly you have a lot of decisions to make. But what if you could decide on purpose, ahead of time, how you spend your time, what your romantic relationship is like, the kind of parent you want to be, what you want to create in the world? What if you could plan your days, your weeks, and your life so you were conscious, present, and living on purpose? What would that be like? You can create a whole new life overnight, but you can't create a moment of intention each day. Wait, sorry. You can't create a whole new life overnight, (laughs) but you can create a moment of intention Mm -hmm. each day. Then a few moments, and then an hour. Live your life with intention for an hour every day, and it will add up. And, um... Her name was Kara Lowenthal. Lowenthal. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but Lowenthal. Uh, I also stole a quote from her as well. Well, wow. we might as well jump into the quote of the day. <laughs> the quote of the day. Um. So her quote of the day is, "You have a big, beautiful, adventure-filled future waiting for you on this other side, on the other side of this fear." Because I, I think. It. There's a lot of fear and change, even oh, small there ones. There definitely is. Um, but uh, we're here to tell you that it's pretty awesome on it the is. other side, friends. Join us. Join us. <laughs> Does that sound creepy? So episodes 101 through 199 will be us forming a cult. <laughs> I'm kidding. A community. A community. Cult. <laughs> slash cult. 
It's super cozy though, guys. It's cool. Just do not drink the Kool Aid. Oh, the cocktails. Drink the cocktails. <laughs> drink the cocktails. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jilly. Take action challenge. I have a feeling I know what this is going to go. Um, fucking let go of whatever is holding you back from living the life you want. Boom. Microphone drop. Although we're not dropping this one because it's pretty expensive. We are not dropping that because, yes, it was very yeah. expensive. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank thank you folks for sharing 100 great episodes with us. We look forward to the next 100 with you. That's going to do it for our episode today. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. Thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. Later, folks. See you later, folks.